Welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast with your hosts, Joey, Imran, and your boy, Mike. Many thanks for listening in, liking, and subscribing. If you haven't done so, do us a favor and smash that like and subscribe button and turn on all notifications. We really appreciate it. If you haven't joined the Discord or Patreon, the link is in the description down below. A fantastic community talking crypto 24-7. I guarantee you won't be disappointed, and most importantly, it's free to join. Now let's get into some crypto talk. Boys, how are we doing? Yeah, all good, Mikey. Um, today's an interesting day. Um, do we stay above the 200 uh, weekly moving average? Or do we drop again? Uh, quite an important day today. What's your thoughts on this, Joey? Yeah, my thoughts on whether we'll uh, stay above or below it. Uh, Indeed. Do you know what? I'm having a look at Bitcoin right now, IK. In fact, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if it just holds the line. Just, just I don't know. It might wait till tomorrow morning. It what about you, Mikey? What are your thoughts on it? What do you think is going to happen? Well, I disagree with Joey. I think we're going to go downtown Julie Brown, and there's no way we're closing above this $22,711. Ain't no way in the world. Because we've I'm already, on your side. Yeah, we've I'm already started moving. That one. Well, by, the started moving. by the time the show goes out, we'll know the answer, right? I guess we will. I guess we will. But anyways, yeah. Pretty good weekend so far. Everything's been boring as normal. I almost cursed. I'm working on not cursing during these podcasts. Uh, I'm going to do my best to do so. Uh, but yeah, super excited. It's Sunday. This will be going out on Monday. Huge, huge, huge week coming up. Uh, but what, before I get into what's coming up this week, let's do a quick little market overview. Uh, let's see. Market cap is just over a trillion. Uh, Bitcoin today. Last 24 hours, Bitcoin's up 2%. Seven days, it's up 8%. Ethereum, last seven days, is up 18%. So a little bit of green in the market. It's kind of a little sprinkled all over the place in the top 100. Kind of green, kind of red. Boys, what's your thoughts on the overall market right now? Are we just waiting for this week to happen? Yeah, I think this week's a really, really important week. Um, it could actually you know, determine where the crypto market and all markets you know, go for the rest of the year. I think it's going to be really, really important. Uh, people need to understand this. Um, critical time. Critical time. Joey? Um, I'm a little bit more on the fence. It would not surprise me if it's not as shocking as, you know, some people are kind of expecting because I'm thinking of uh, FOMC meetings further ahead than this one, to be honest. I, I don't see that much damage being done. I see more damage being potentially done down the line that people aren't factoring in, but that's just my opinion. Well, you got the next one's in September, right? So yep. you're going to have, you know, when it comes out next week on Wednesday, you're going to have the whole of August not to worry about. And then September, is it going to get worse? You know, it's a, if there was one in August, we could understand where things are going. But um, I don't know. Mikey, what are your thoughts on this, mate? I, I'm back and forth. This week is very important. I think it is the most important week of the year. Uh, the amount of earnings that are coming out in the tech industry, also in the Dow and the S&P. Plus, you got the FOMC meeting. Plus, GDP is coming up. Plus all the macro other shit that's going on. I just think it's just a really bad week for stocks. I, I could be wrong. It could be a pump week, right? Like FOMC could come out and say, hey, we're just going to do 75 basis points. And it either gives a little pump and, you know, everything just goes about its business. Mikey, I think, yeah, 100 points or lower or higher. I don't think it'll be higher. Let's hope not. I definitely don't think it'll be higher. I think 100 points... 100 points I don't believe is priced in, so I do believe that if it comes out with 100 points, 
um, that there's a good chance that the market does dump. Um, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see. But also on Tuesday and Wednesday, let me go see who's reporting real quick. Because Tuesday and Wednesday are earnings. Last week's volatility was based off of earnings. So nothing to do with FOMC, nothing to do with any of that. It was all just earnings stuff. So let's see. Tuesday, you got UPS, Alphabet, Microsoft, <laughs> GE, McDonald's. Wednesday, you have Facebook, Ford. Uh, let's see. Hilton. Big names. Thursday, you got Apple. You got Amazon. You got Roku. You got Intel. You got MasterCard. Like, And then Friday, you have all of the gas and oil companies. So... These are all the big, big, big names in the stock market. So earnings Joey, come, earnings come sorry, in Rick. shit, downtown we go. Yeah, definitely. Joey, 75 or 100 basis points or more? I think, I think it'll be 100. Um, but again, it, it, I would be surprised if it was more. Um, I, don't, I don't think they're ready to, to do that. I think it's what's needed, but I don't think they'll do it. Um, but yeah, equally, I wouldn't be surprised if it was just 75, but yeah, I, I would, I would lean slightly more to uh 100. I don't think it, you know, saying it's a big week. I, I agree with that. Um, definitely, you know, the viewers, the listeners, this is a time to be paying attention to have a plan uh, with your portfolios. You know, if, if the market dumps, definitely have, you know, have a plan. If you're sitting on the side, it's easy. Just stay patient. You know, if I'm not saying people, it's not financial advice. I'm not saying people should go selling coins now. You know, we've come a long way down already. You know, if you're more risk adverse, there's absolutely nothing wrong with hodling. But yeah, if you've got money on the side as well, just get ready to, you know, ready to DCA or ready to hit uh, lower targets if we get there. And most importantly, if, if it comes in lower and we pump, don't panic. Don't panic if it starts pumping. I'm sure people will, but just don't panic because there's always other events down the line that can cause things I, i'm i'm fully prepared for a bit for bitcoin to potentially just rocket up to a 29 28k it could absolutely happen equally it could absolutely go 10k the other way so we just got to see what happens but just have have a plan for each way but don't don't do anything crazy reactive just just you know stay stay in control i think i'm going to disagree publicly that i do not believe we're not going to go to 29k i think that the macro environment that we live in right now whether it be in Europe or Asia or here, I just don't think it supports that move. On top of it with Nick's videos that he's been putting out with the whale moves and all of that, whales selling into that wave three, I just don't think, I just don't think it's there. But, you know, I could be wrong. I just don't think that the sentiment for the ones that actually control the movements up to that is there for the 29K. But it could happen. Shit, I mean, if the FOMC comes in 50, 50 basis points and all of the earnings are positive and all that. I mean, yeah, it could happen. Anything could happen, right? Russia pulls out. I mean, the, anything could, could change, but I think overall the, the major macro is, 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 is downward momentum. And in, well, in my, in my opinion, Imran, I don't know if you agree or disagree with Joey and I, I have no idea. No, no. I, I, I mean, I, the only way we're going to hit 29,000, right? The only way we're going to hit 29,000 is if there's liquidity for the whales, the market makers to go grab it. Sure. Right. That's the only reason why we, we're going to go. I think we up. all agree on that. Yeah. And, and, you know, ultimately we are, we are following you know, the smart money here, right? They, you know, they're selling up, right? All the smart money is selling up. Okay. They want to buy cheaper, right? You, you need to do as they do, right? Not as they say, right? We keep getting told that, right? We're starting to get programmed like that. Okay, so it's really important that we understand this. 
I don't see I don't see us going to twenty nine thousand. Well, there's been so there's been a reduction in in the amount of whales, right? Like whale status is. What are dumping? Off. They're dumping. Yeah. yeah, they are. They have been for the last what three, four, five, six weeks. So, uh, anyways, let's get let's get into a little bit of portfolio updates. Where you know, obviously, we we haven't really chatted about ours or our personal portfolios and maybe projects that might be new that we've been, you know, kind of been eyeing that's possibly going to be uh, something that we're excited about. I personally right now only hold a couple projects. I hold a uh, Kopi, I hold a little bit of AGIX and I hold a little bit of Charlie three, which we really haven't covered very much, but obviously all three of the projects, all three are on the Cardano <laughs> ecosystem. So uh, I'm still very bullish on Cardano, but those are the three projects I hold. I'll get into a little bit of what I plan on doing moving forward. But Joey, what what is your? Have you changed a little bit of where you're seeing your portfolio go? I've made, I've had a few uh, little thoughts, a uh, few little changes that I might potentially make. I mentioned on the last uh, podcast that you know my biggest bag was probably going to be Cardano coming in around thirty percent. Uh, no change to that. That that's what I uh, plan on doing. And then I'll mostly have um, sort of in the region of five to ten percent uh, in in others. Uh, v chain, XRP, Algorand comes to mind. You know, Algorand and XRP maybe up at about ten percent each, probably uh, by the time I finish shopping, whenever that'll be. But looking for look definitely looking forward to going shopping. Um, but some some of the sort of the, the smaller um, you know potential moonshot percentages I'm looking at one that I'm considering uh, you know so this might come as a surprise to some people but I'm considering Shiba Inu uh, reason only because is that you know I've, I've done my research I like what they're building actually you know on the project now yes it is a meme coin but there is actually a huge community out there um, and again there there are, there are projects that that can take that take this coin. Uh, forward and you know i'm just looking at it from a technical um perspective where it's come from it, its upside is actually huge so you know i think there's i think there's some uh there's some risk reward there yeah that, you, Joey, I, I actually agree with you i mean <clears throat> i actually um compared to all the meme coins out there especially dogecoin uh, i'm actually a fan of shib um you got william volk as well you know they, they're creating a you know i can't wait for this game to come out i think it's gonna be massive Right, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. Then you got the third floor Inc. You know they were chosen to um, build the metaverse of Shib. Shibverse is going to be amazing. These guys have done some serious stuff. They've done you know Spider Man, you know Star Wars, you know Resident Evil Six. They've done Godzilla versus Kong. They, you know they've done some serious stuff. And personally, I, I you know Ryoshi, I love the way he does it. I mean, I read his Medium article um, when he was talking about you know um, the art of war, you know crypto wars. You know, when you know, there was a load of FUD gunning about um, Shiba Inu, you know, uh, about five, six months ago. So I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I am a buyer of SHIB. I will be buying. Um, I've made a fair bit of money on it. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So, I'll say, Mike. Go on. I, well, I was just going to say to the, to the viewers, if you feel like we should cover SHIB, Shiba Inu, on a larger scale for a longer episode, maybe dive into it, drop a comment down below and say, we want SHIB, right? We like, want give us, SHIB. Give we us a little, give, uh, I've, cause I've battled, I've battled these two and I don't, I, I'm back and forth on whether I think we should cover SHIB, but you know, cause I'll, I'll talk about my portfolio. I will not be holding SHIB, but I, I got into SHIB. That was how I got started in crypto. Um, I think a lot of people probably got started around the same time. I just think the hype, the hype around SHIB is just gone. 
like the whole like philosophy of it possibly could get to a dollar, you know, all of that. I, but is there, is there, is there still the ability to make money? Yeah, I think so. I, absolutely. I think you could make money. It does, in, it does annoy me, Mikey, when they send a oh, ship to a dollar, right? We're, we're that's not happening. That, bro, that's how I got started. I was I like, know, I know. I mean, so, some of those YouTubers deserve to go to jail, right? We're currently at about well, just over all of crypto YouTube would go to jail, bro. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on from SHIB, I think, you know, I've had a few comments about it. The, 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 look, it's a, seri it's a serious community that, you know, some people want us to cover the project. So I, I think we'll do a podcast special. To no, cover no, we project. will do. But I, I, what I, you know, you got, you got to look at the sense here. We were just talking about that $1 SHIB, right? Okay. We're currently at $1 trillion market cap in crypto right now. Gold is about 11, million, 11 trillion, right? The way you got to look at is this to get to $1 in Shiba Inu. Right, you're gonna have to have like a forty trillion dollar you know, market cap for cryptocurrency. It's I think not it's gonna more happen. Than that. Yeah, I think it'd be significantly more than that. Happen, right? But I'm still buying Shiba Inu. Well, I, I will. Uh, as far as portfolio is concerned, you two have fun with your meme coin, and <laughs> I hope that you make millions of dollars from it. I will not be doing any of that. I will be going into projects that I feel are a little bit more uh, mature. Would be a good word for it oh uh, that's a bit harsh yeah uh, well, just hey i'm just saying it's a meme coin to me still is it, it is a meme I mean, coin but it, got, do you think got utility you, compared to dogecoin well one second let's i mean let's shit let's have a debate do you feel like that it has the utility of say an agix no, no but because they've got shibverse coming they've got the game coming they've got ship burn there's a lot there's a lot going on the nft projects as well it's not just yeah you know, it's not a shit coin anymore okay they've actually got utility it's going to be big the only reason you say it's not a shit coin now is because you compare it to dogecoin because those two are the two that are like neck and neck with each other or you could go with saitama inu or <laughs> you know stupid inu whatever all the you know whatever those coins that people come up with yes i do think that out of all the meme coins shiba inu has the most potential i think that it Thank has you. the most Thank utility you. to it. It, it they're actually doing something that they give a shit about Excuse my French. I'm sorry. I'm working on this not cursing thing. I just, I get heated sometimes, right? Mikey, let's yeah. admit it. Let's admit it. You're bitter on Shiba Inu because you lost money on it. You're damn right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but without Shiba Inu, I probably wouldn't be here, right? There so you go. I you can, paid your I entrance fee, right? You I lost your Shiba Inu. Fee. I lost all my money. Actually, you know what? I think Shiba Inu is the only coin I've made profit on. <laughs> 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 oh mate listen uh, ship army is great ship army right. is cool well mate. look maybe well hopefully hopefully the ship army comes in drop some comments and say whatever and say ship to the moon or ship to a dollar or i don't know whatever but anyways uh, any other additional stuff portfolio wise portfolio builders we know chris is doing a portfolio builder we had considered doing our own portfolio builder but i just think that we would end up putting the same projects that Chris is putting in his. Um, Joey, on the other hand, probably would have 484 coins inside of there, you know, because Joey Joey likes to diversify quite significantly, um, which to each his own, right? I think it works for him. He enjoys doing it. He loves covering a lots of different coins where I'm more so in the like, you know, 10 to 12 range of coins. Um, so that's an interesting concept because I think we do have a lot of listeners and viewers that 
are new to the crypto space. So it'd be interesting to kind of talk through portfolios and why you do what you do with your portfolio. Joey, fill us in because you do have a unique kind of way of doing your portfolio. And then Imran, I definitely want to hear from you because you're a little bit more old school in this space than, than the two of us. So Joey, go ahead, get, fill us in a little bit on how you do your portfolio. Uh, how I do my portfolio. Well, you know, it, one most important thing for me is that I've learned in my, in my uh, experience in this space is that the way I choose is I want to be diverse. That is the most crucial thing to begin with. The reason I want to be diverse is because I've seen projects like, you know, Terra Luna is the most obvious example, but there's many, many other examples. I mean, if you have all your money in, in, in one basket and that basket goes up in flames, you lose all your money. So that's straight away that how I want to invest. I want to make sure I'm diverse. Now, crypto space as a whole is incredibly diverse. So I want to have money in centralized assets, but I also want to have money in decentralized assets. I want to have, I, I enjoy learning about all the different technologies. And I don't know in 10 years from now, which one of say several different technologies is going to be the most successful. So I want to hedge my bets on all those different technologies that I think are worth it. And that's how I invest. Yeah, but okay. So, so uh, you mentioned earlier, Cardano is going to be 30% of your portfolio and yep. then couple others might be 10 and 10, right? So how do you break up the other percentage, right? So those that's three projects, that's 50% of your portfolio. What is the other 50% if you plan on diversifying? That that means you're probably holding anywhere from 20 to 30 projects at that point. I mean, spreading your bets and putting, you know, you and I have had this discussion for a long time. I cuz you know, I don't I I like to have a little bit bigger of a position in in certain projects so that, you know, if it does pump, you know, I'm actually going to know feel like i've actually made my money back but explain to me how that works percentage wise say say you do 30 percent in cardano 10 percent in i think you did you say polygon matic and something else v chain yeah yeah i was uh, algorand i mentioned that uh, algorand. Algorand. Yeah, i don't bad, think I'd, i don't think i'd have 10 percent in matic maybe you know sort of three to four percent uh for me personally um but yeah no yeah, yeah coins like algorand and xrp would would probably make double figures yeah so, so what how do you make up the other 50 percent Oh, and just like you, like you've mentioned, there are many more projects that I like to research, educate, and I, look. I got to be honest as well. Look, there's no every number is going to work different for some people. Some mm -hmm. people like to just have same numbers. Go, I'm going to invest in five projects, and I'm going to give them twenty percent each, and I think they're the best five projects. And you know, if that works for you, that's absolutely fine. But I've also got that bit of a hobbyist side to me where I, I just love the education and and the learning about different projects. So I'm quite happy having you know. 10, 20, 30 projects that I've got 0.5% of my portfolio in because I, I still think that they're great projects that could do really well. And what I also like is, is that in a bull run, a lot of these projects are going to pump at different times in different weeks and different months of the year. So if you're in a more dive, if you've got a more diverse portfolio, that gives you options to lock in gains at different stages. You know, you could have 90% uh, of your portfolio is just flatlining or plateaued. And then you've got one coin that's absolutely mooning and you go, I need to take some money out of my portfolio because I, I want to spend it on something I enjoy, or I need to take, I need to, I need to cash some money and that gives me more of an option to do so. So that, that's, that's my logic of thinking in that sense. Imran? You know me, um, I'm a Bitcoin maxi, right? 50% of my portfolio is going to be in Bitcoin. Possibly more if we see some crazy low numbers coming in. I am going to go all in. May I, may, yep. I, may I comment on that? So it's oh. interesting because the, the more and more I hear of guys that have been in the space for a, for a longer amount of time, they tend to have 50% of uh, Bitcoin uh, in their portfolio. 
And knowing though that maybe that you're not going to receive as big of a gain as say a V chain or a, say a Harmony One or something like that. I think it's more of a you have a significant amount of money in Bitcoin because it's a little bit of a safer play, right? So yeah. you'll you'll hear about that a lot. People talking about how you should build your portfolios and it's interesting. Imran probably out of the two of us has a little bit more money than us, uh, but I think that he's been uh, you know going into Bitcoin first. You know, I wish I'd have done that also. Um, but anyways, keep going. Sorry. Well, look, <clears throat> Bitcoin um, for me um, is probably the only um, coin that won't go go to zero i believe that um ethereum as well until you know another you know project overtakes it in the future but bitcoin 50 percent, ethereum 10 percent, right i have 40 percent left right i'll diversify across the metaverse projects um zillica sandbox for example um i'll then go into gaming right layer ones layer twos and i will try and stay away from as you know apart from shiba inu stay away from all the shit coins Right, because I've seen some come and go, and when if Bitcoin does go below, you know, ten thousand, you'll be surprised at the sort of projects that will just die. Right, they may they may not survive. Some of the ones that you see every day that people talk about, you you'll be shocked to see what actually plays out, how it goes. Some are getting to scary levels already. Right? Like yeah, already. like uh, I think Joey and I were talking the other day that Gala could potentially see some very scary levels that. Does Gala still exist after that? Yeah, yeah. from a from a Fibonacci uh, perspective, Gala's one, Harmony one is one as well. You know, V Chain, we don't really want to be seeing that much, going too much lower. Yeah. To be honest, as well, got to be serious about it. They're I know getting a lot critical, of are heavily invested the, in V Chain, but you know, yeah, they're getting some critical levels. Well, yeah, what it, what it is is, oh, sorry, Mike, go on. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, from a Fibonacci perspective, we've seen this in history um, that co coins that haven't survived is, you know, really when, once once they uh, retrace to the eighty-eight point seven uh, fib, that's kind of where you want to start to see a turnaround. Yes, some can still uh, recover from ninety plus. However, once they go into that sort of ninety percent down, you know, historically, and this is just historically, of course, this can all change. You know, this is only the data we have. Historically, once things go, you know, past ninety percent, uh, it's harder for them to uh, make a turnaround and see new all time highs. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I guess for 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 my portfolio. I'm not a big researcher, right? Like I, I, I joined Cheeky Crypto back in the day because uh, to be fair, I was, I was interested in VeChain. Had a buddy of mine who put a bunch of money into VeChain. Make a long story short, I watched Nick's TA. Nick nailed the TA of VeChain to the cent. Uh, and so at that point, I joined Cheeky Crypto. And then I started learning about the projects that they're involved with. And uh, these two, Chris and Nick, I mean, smart guys, right? They made great money uh, since being in, in here. And, you know, I, I trust them. And you know, obviously I have my own kind of plays where I was maybe in Kadena and they don't really feel it and, you know, things like that. But for me, Cardano is probably going to be my, my big, big holding. Uh, I would say similar to what Joey said, 30% probably, maybe a little bit bigger, actually. Uh, VeChain be another big one. Maddox actually going to be big for me. Chainlink, uh, Singularity Family. Uh, I just think that it's, you know, Joey was talking about Fibonacci levels. I mean, if SDAO and AGIX, which they have great backing, right? They have great funding. So their retracements, where they're supposed to go to, from where they are supposed to go to the top of it, I mean, just from an investment standpoint. Now, granted, you know, smaller cap could be a riskier play, right? But so those are some of my riskier projects. I don't think I'm going to get involved with Harmony. I just don't. 
that's uh, my personal opinion. You guys might have a different opinion on that. I just feel like there's just bad juju going on. Like, I just feel like there's bad vibes, right? <laughs> the community like, is strong. The they community just, is strong. Right, I, I think we'll get through. Binance has got a big play in there as well. Sure. Hold, you know, a substantial amount of Harmony one. So um, being a governor, I see what goes on in the background. The community is strong, right? The moment the, you know, the market starts correcting up, we'll, we'll be all right. I, I believe Harmony one will, will make it. No problem. Yeah, I th I, Joey, what, I mean, do you think Harmony One can make it? Can, you think it can survive? I know you just brought it up and said there's potential that it doesn't survive. Yeah, I think I think it can definitely survive. Yeah, because I see it as a a, a very uh, volatile asset. Um, I only have to look at the you know how much it's gone up. So I'm not surprised actually um, how much it's uh, retraced. And you know it it kind of. It, it was when the market was going down and it had the hack and it had some bad news, you know, it was kind of all at the same time. So I, you know, I think it's, it's driven it to this price that it's at. Yes. It's um, I'm not going to say it's the highest risk, but I still class it as a high risk investment. You know, I can't guarantee that it's going to recover. I yeah, can't... Where, where it's retraced to, I would say, I would say it is definitely a risk yeah, right now, but, but at the, at the same, you know, we said it before, you know, high risk, high reward, because if it turns around from here and goes to new all time highs, then what well, you've just hit a moonshot, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, that's why I was looking at, you know, Estal because I think Estal is projected out to somewhere close to 20, 25 bucks potentially. Right. Um, the Dyna sets are really cool, and I, I'm, I'm hoping that eventually we can get into the Singularity, maybe do a whole podcast on the Singularity family, kind of explaining to everybody what AGIX is, what NuNet is, what SDAL is, just that family as a whole. Um, guys, if you guys are interested in those projects, the, the Cheeky Crypto, po uh, not podcast, Cheeky Crypto YouTube has uh, some interviews from Dr. Ben Gertzel um, that is just some fascinating information. That dude is mind-blowing. Uh, to listen to talk. But anyways, those are the projects that, that I'm probably going to get involved with, what Joey's going to do with his portfolio. And we'll kind of keep you guys updated. I, I still feel like the bottom's not in. So, you know, once we start accumulating and buying at the bottom, I think that's when we'll kind of get a little bit more deeper into, you know, hey, I bought this much V-Chain today. Well, actually, we probably won't tell you how much we bought, but I bought V-Chain today. Percentages. Why. Yeah, we'll, we'll do percentages because we don't want to make anybody feel bad or you know, all of that fun stuff. But look, let's get into a little bit of news. I think IK, you had a couple articles on Cardano that you that you had saw today, right? And then, yeah, we'll, um, then we'll get into a little KuCoin FUD. After yeah, that. I mean, Car Car Cardano, right? When I, when we first met, I wasn't a fan. And um, you told me, you, know, you said to me, why not? And then you sent me all the articles on a read up. And guess what? Cardano is one of the most stable networks in the industry, right? Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, it just hit yeah. some some huge thing right yeah they've outdone most of their competitors right okay now cardano's um worked without issues no downtime for almost five years right well, that, what was the days listed wasn't I it think like it was about 17 700 days it was crazy right they've had no issues no downtime and you know this is going to be massive you know listen i'm buying cardano i know there's my buyer zones i'm going to accumulate i'm going to stake I'm going to make some money out of Cardano. I can see big things coming, right? Yeah, That's I, want, I, want, I, wanted to, I wanted to throw in something that I, I had listened to an interview that uh, Charles Hoskinson did a, a little bit while ago. Um, and, and he thinks that part of the reason that there's a lot of FUD surrounding, you know, say Cardano and why people call it a ghost chain and say it's boring and blah, blah, blah. So apparently when Cardano first got started, no VC backing, right? And so all these big billionaires and all this stuff, I think they created a lot of FUD around Cardano. And still to this day, 
VCs are not backing Cardano. And Charles, Charles basically was saying that um, no one wanted to invest in the company in the, in the beginning and basically saying that it's, you know, it isn't VC backed. And I think that's why it probably gets a lot of hate, right? Like Solana, huge VC backing. Avalanche, decent amount of VC backing. But you see more news, I feel like, surrounding Solana because of who's invested in it sometimes. Sometimes I, I think agree. That, I think there's a little bit of that going on. Joey, what do you what do you think? You think that you think that's possible? Like, I don't know. I feel like some of these guys that that own like news outlets, right? Like they just don't like Cardano because they're not they didn't want their money. I think um, some of it with Cardano is you know maybe is a you know quite a bit of a misunderstanding of the project because of the you know the the speed it's moved at the way the way the way it's been developed. You know, it's like. When we had the bull run in um, 2021, especially, it's everyone's like, one, one thing's fast, one thing's, you know, happening fast all the time. Like, you know, Solana's like, we're going to pump this, we're pumping these NFTs, these NFTs are making millionaires, you know, Solana this, you know. And then, you know, Cardano's just like going like that, right? It's just building. But but I think people who, who I'm not going to say more educated, that would be naive. I'm going to say... More, more, you've got more of a visionary kind of uh, outlook, you know, down, down the line can understand that it's, it's, it's more important to the, the, the developing and research stage at this level, because you've got to understand crypto in the grand scheme of things on, on planet earth, we're still small. We're still early. We're still small. So this is where you should just be developing and researching now to make the best product the best best product to dominate when crypto becomes big in ten in five, 10 years time. And that, that, that's how I think of Cardano. Yeah. The, the, I think that the fact that there is no VC backing essentially in Cardano makes me even more bullish because big whales, big billionaires, they can't dump their giant bags on me. You know, granted there's still probably whales, right? People that bought into Cardano, but you know, Solana having that VC backing and just, you know, I just, I'm not interested in Solana. I think Charles. I think Charles has been. I think Charles has been very clever as well because you know there's rumors of uh, Cardano becoming um, uh, ISO twenty zero two two compatible. You know, be one of the next coins which is going to be uh, become compatible, which is going to be really important for the global financial system. Now, obviously, we've got XRPs already on the the ISO uh, board is already compatible. However, heavy centralized play. A lot of the coins that are, are are centralized, you know, if Cardano becomes compatible, it's going to be like, apart from Algorand, so you're going to have Cardano and Algorand, and obviously, you know, I'm bullish on both. They're going to be like the true decentralized, but the two decentralized blockchains, probably the biggest two for me, they will be, but also compatible with the global financial system. That 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 just makes me excited and bullish because th there's so many benefits to to both of those things. Yeah, I still think I might get invested in Algorand. I, I'm still leaning toward it. If it gets down low enough, I might buy some. But uh, Imran, you were saying something about Cardano, the Vassal Hard Fork. That's coming yeah, I mean, soon. Yeah, so the Vassal Hard Fork, right, it's going to attract new users and developers, um, which will bring new features to the network, right, and make um, you know, the decentralized application onboarding process you know, significantly easier. Now, with the upgrade, right, we're gonna, you're going to see an increase in number of new solutions, and applications being deployed on the Cardano blockchain. Um, so far, and, and this is a crazy number, right? So far, the number of projects on Cardano, I think increased to over 1,000 in this month, in July, right? It was a you know, new all-time high. Um, two months ago, it was just, I think it was 940. Now, another thing that you know, people aren't aware of, you know, the number of NFT projects running on Cardano blockchain surged over like 6,300 or something, right? It's crazy, right? It's massive. Then you've got another thing that, you know, 
I, I respect, you know, Charles for this and, you know, the Cardano community for this, right? Continued with the African campaign, despite the bear market, right? They're doing some massive stuff in um, Africa. Now, Adverse, right, is Cardano's ecosystem accelerator, okay? Just Google them, read up about it. It's, it's really interesting, right? Now, they participate in the seed funding round of AfriGuild, right? Now, AfriGuild is an African blockchain gaming guild and DAO, right? There's a lot going on. You're in the blockchain space in Africa, especially, you know, currently right now. You need to check it out. Now, Vassal Hardfork is actually, you know, it's crazy. You need to actually understand what's going on, right? So you actually appreciate it. They're receiving many new upgrades, but the most notable ones are CIP um, 31, 32, and 33, and um, Diffusion Pipelining. Go check them out. Do a bit of research on them so you understand what the upgrades, you know, what they're all about. It's really important stuff that you actually understand what's going on. You, you actually appreciate Cardano more. You need to do your research. Yeah, just talking about doing your research as well, IK. You know, we always like to educate our viewers on this podcast as well or, you know, guide people on what we think, you know, potentially they should be going doing research on. One for me that I just want to highlight, I highlighted in the last uh, podcast and I want to, I want to give it a mention again, is uh, Milkomeda. If anyone uh, listening in is invested in Cardano, make sure you uh, go have a research and go look into Milcomeda. Yes, it's not a token that you can invest in, but I think it's really important that you you know what that's going to be bringing to Cardano in the future. So just, we always say, no, try and know what you're invested in. Go do your research. Check out Milcomeda, guys. All right, we're done shilling Cardano for the day. Look, we're all three bullish on Cardano, so that's why you guys hear about it a lot. So, And we're always trying to see new articles and stuff. So anyways... Can we dive into the KuCoin FUD that came out today? Well, we've had more from the uh, um, account uh, Otteru, um, who's you know obviously been putting um, some potential. It, it could be could be true or it could be FUD. We don't know what the the motives are. We're, we're still waiting for evidence. You know, he's been calling out, or he or she, of course, has been calling out Nexo and uh, KuCoin. We know about the Nexo. You know, has Nexo been um, you know potentially stealing from a, a children's charity and other things? You know, doing some shady things behind the scene. Again, we haven't seen official evidence. I am still. Yeah, that, well, that uh, one confirmed, was yeah. it? Yeah. No, no. What? It's not. No, exactly. It's not. It's not confirmed yet. It's just we're, we're still waiting for you know the truth or whatever's going to come out. So we'll watch this space. I'm still personally invested a little bit in Nexo, but I'm not too worried. But I've only got a very, very, very small amount in my portfolio. But yeah, you were talking about KuCoin. Yeah. So the the rumors they were talking about KuCoin from our route. You know, claims that, and this has come from a few other places as well. Is a lot of online whispers: is KuCoin insolvent or got issues? Now, obviously, the um, CTO of uh, KuCoin's come out and said, "Look, there's absolutely no truth to this." However, if there was some truth, they'd say that anyway, right? Just my opinion. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not panicking. I'm, I don't want to scare anyone thinking that you know KuCoin's insolvent. But at the same time, when there's so many rumors swirling online, it does make people uneasy, right? And and people need to have a think. You know, it, it's it's all good and well saying do your research, but you might not. That that's not something you're going to be able to find out. You can't go. You can't phone up KuCoin and go, uh, KuCoin, uh, can you tell me if you're insolvent or not? I'd really like to know. It's not going to happen, right? So you have to. This is where it's about negotiating risk and taking information do you trust it don't you trust it even if you don't trust it do you just take a little bit out if a ha if you know if you had uh money parked up on kucoin for instance now ik is always saying not your keys not your crypto he doesn't like 
uh, see people leave uh, money on exchanges. I, I, I'll hold my hand up and say to the viewers, I, I am guilty of this on occasion. I do have uh, quite a decent amount of my portfolio on Binance. I don't recommend anyone does that. That's just, you know, personally, I, I, I feel comfortable doing that. You have to manage your own risk. It's your own decisions. But yeah, going back to KuCoin again, it's if you're invested in KuCoin, you just have to make make your own mind up. Do you do you think there's an insolvency issue or not? Joey, do you know what shall I tell you what my concern is, right? Yeah. Um, Johnny Boy has come out and said KuCoin is not insolvent, right? This they're, they're running business, it's not a problem. The only issue, and we spoke about this yesterday, I think it was, they've just raised ten million dollars. Right? It's not a lot of money. That's it's not, not a lot, lot of money. money. It's chicken feeding. Yeah. In the cryptocurrency world. $10 million is chicken feed. Why raise $10 million? That's the only thing that is concerning me. Like I said the other day, I would have gone in for 100, 200 million. That makes sense, right? $10 million, why? Is that to just keep them afloat and keep them going? It is concerning, right? And that's why I'm being very cautious in what I'm doing um, with all my stable coins. I'm being very, very careful what I'm doing. I don't want you know be part of a, a Celsius round two with KuCoin. I, you know, I couldn't afford to do it and I don't want to go for any more pain. So it's yeah. Everyone, just be a bit careful what's going on out there. You you, you yeah, have it's to just be hard, careful. It's hard to trust people on Twitter, man. Some I feel like. No, no, I agree some, with you. Some of these guys, some of these guys make accounts just to spread fud, right? So that people will go follow them and shit. So I yeah, uh, and not even that. Take people everything with a grain of salt, right? People pay them to actually start, you know, creating fud yeah. as well. This happens, right? We need to understand that, and we need to be mindful of these things. At the same time, ten million dollars you raised for KuCoin, the fifth largest exchange in the world. You should have that in your back pocket. You should have yeah. that in your coffers to put. I, I agree. Time. I agree with you there. I That's the only that. reason why yeah, I'm getting a, a bit strange. concerned. Still a little strange, but okay. So even raising ten million dollars doesn't cure an insolvency, though. No, but it keeps them going right until the market. Ten picks million up. dollars. Yeah, but how many salaries are going to be paying? Ten million dollars can pay a few salaries right until the they're market. The fifth picks largest, up a bit. but they're the fifth largest exchange in all of crypto. There's no. I mean, they're. You're talking billions of dollars is traded yeah, on there. That's my point. Why raise just $10 million? Do you understand? If they've got billions of dollars behind them, why do you need $10 million? I don't know. Maybe he needs some new shoes. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, well. <laughs> hey, if any of the viewers, like if you've got any thoughts on this, leave us some uh, comments below. If you're invested in KuCoin, you've got money and KuCoin, are you, are you worried about it or you're not worried about it? Leave us a comment below. IK, you clearly disagree with me right there. Let's. Uh, I'm curious. Why, I, I, okay, so I think the... I get that what happened to you, I think, with Celsius would definitely make me, if that happened to me, I would definitely feel a little more uneasy uh, having my money in a place that there are potential rumors, right? So I, I get that side of it. Me, personally, I, I'm, I'm not moving my money right now I, on, on KuCoin, but I will, like you guys said, just take a, you know, keep keep my eye on it. But I could tell you got a little agitated with me there at the end there on. No, no, it's not that, Mikey. I've tasted shit on Terra Luna. I've tasted shit on Celsius, <laughs> I know. right? KuCoin, I mean, I'm not a bank. Even banks are going bankrupt, right? If I get hit next you, time. You could be a bank. Well, yeah, well, um, <laughs> I, I'll probably be bankrupt. But what I'm trying to say is it, I, I don't feel I'll be able to sustain another hit. Yeah. So I'm being extra, extra, extra cautious. I get, yeah, I, I get it. You, you've, you've been burned once. You've been burned twice. Listen, if it, I made if a mistake in crypto, if I messed it up, I'll, I'm a man. I'll get on with it. I'll accept it. And you yeah, I hate that none of it's been your fault right now. Bro, this is, and, yeah. and it's not just me. There's people hurting out there. Now imagine yeah. if I didn't have the reserves or the investors, you know, and we could keep going. 
Bro, well, it's the I'm, same thing that was brought up last night with uh, uh, Pat. Is it is it Patty, the uh, UFC fighter? Right, again, Patty the body. Yeah, Patty the baddie, right? So talking about uh, mental health, and I know we had talked about this the other day, and you mentioned something that uh, when I listened back, you know, to a to an everyday listener, what you what you said probably would be a terrifying thing to talk about. However, I want to just touch base that. Those things have happened in the past. That's the only reason that he has brought that up is that people have lost their shirts. You know, people, people have put too much money in this market. And I think part of the reason why we wanted to start doing a podcast is because we want to try to educate the newbies that are coming in to like, you know, do our best. We don't know everything about crypto, but we've been here long enough and lost a lot, enough money, you know, and I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I think it was more so like, just listening to Patty last night. And if you guys haven't listened to what he said at the end of his fight, but basically, you know, he, he lost one of his friends to uh, suicide. Right. And we want to make sure that everybody is in good mental health. Even if you've lost money, I mean, this isn't a shill to our discord, but if you need a community to come talk to that might have be, might be in the same position that you are in, say you've lost a bunch of money on a project, say you've lost I mean, say you've lost 80% of your net worth, right? There's, I promise you that there's people in this Discord that can help you, right? We can chat with you. Don't do anything silly, right? Please come and chat with us about well, Mikey, that. Uh, I just feel like it's important to talk about mental health, especially no, no, with 100%, dudes. 100%, 100%. And it's openly known, right, that I actually went from London, took a flight to Europe. I'm not going to mention the country or anyone's name. Brazil about to commit suicide. Brazil lost money. Right. Right? And... I actually spent time, went there and spoke to him and, you know, we sorted out, I explained, you know, what, what I would do, how, you know, how to get back up and, you know, just a few things, you know, just got, you know, cleared their mind and, you know, and, and it has helped him, right? It's helped them and they're back to how they were, right? So these things are important. And again, if, if you should also keep an eye on, you know, if you're in the group with someone and they haven't you know, appeared for a, a week, two or three and they've gone quiet. Yeah, give them you know? a shout. Check Give in him on a people. shout. Just a quick message, bro. Yeah, how I are just, you? I just wanted. I just wanted to bring up the topic of 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 mental health, just because I, I don't know the percentage off the top of my head of male viewers. Uh, but as men, I know for me, we kind of don't want to talk about our feelings a lot. And I hate that this this podcast just went this direction. But I think it's important to talk about. You know, so one of the baddest mans on the planet last night talking about mental health on a UFC stage, right? Like that dude is a badass, but it's real. And, and we just, the space can get volatile and it can get crazy. And, you know, so anyways, enough about that. If you need help, you need to talk to somebody, just reach out. That's all we're saying. Joey, final thoughts on today. Final thoughts for this week, going into the week. Give me something, give me some positive. Something positive. Okay. If there's anything positive. No, I just, I was really just listening into what you were talking about there, Mike. No, it's really interesting and really, really uh, important subject. So I'm glad you covered it. No, something, something positive going into the week. Um, I, I look, I, we think there's going to be a market move, hopefully. Hopefully. So we, we don't think we're going to be going sideways for any longer. We think we're going to go, we're going to get, we're going to get some movement. I think there's going to be, there's going to be some reaction. There's going to be some opportunities to trade. However, if you are trading, please, uh, this is my new my new message for everyone out there. No stop loss, no trade. No stop loss, no trade, guys. Okay, I'm, I'm seeing people getting wrecked. I'm not putting stop losses in. If you are trading, please make sure you know what you're doing. No stop loss, no trade. 
yeah, be careful out there, especially trading the market. Uh, we've seen a lot of people in the Discord not putting stop losses in and then getting wrecked. And you know, it's it's uh, it's a good idea to have some stop losses out there. Imran, uh, anything that you would like to? I mean, basically, this is going to come out Monday morning. So, anything you want to leave for the people? Um, not really. Just be careful out there. Um, the only good thing I got um, to look forward to is my chicken tikka vindaloo and my uh, chicken biryani I'm about to go and have. <laughs> um, I really can't see any more positives, you know, for the coming week. So uh, just trade safely. Be careful. So just to, just to clarify, because Joey and I had a great topic, uh, a, a great discussion on Bitcoin earlier. As we are exiting this podcast, Bitcoin is at $22,761. So $22,760 uh, at time of recording. So we will see where we are in the morning. But thanks so much for listening in, watching, viewing, all of that fun stuff. Yes, Joey. Always trying to I cut have my exit. I have got something positive to say. We've just hit 750 subscribers oh, yeah. on air. Yeah, baby. Yeah, so thank, thank you very much to all the subscribers, viewers, and absolutely smashing the like. We really appreciate that. You're helping us, uh, you know, get more subscribers, more like-minded individuals like yourselves. We really appreciate that. And also, you know, look out for that Shebri new special. I'm getting some messages. I think it's coming. There we go. That's something positive to look forward to. So thank because, you, everyone. Because I come across as the negative one, I'm going to say that, uh, the majority of our viewers aren't subscribed, though. So if you're viewing it, smash that subscribe button. It won't kill you, I promise. Just smash it. We love you. All right? Anyways, thanks so much for listening and liking and subscribing. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace.